0: and with more on those market news I'm joined by oyster catcher's vessel you back good afternoon how are you today vessel
1: I'm well thanks in yourself
0: all right vessel that rand okay um we were hoping that it wouldn't uh, reach the levels that we are seeing today but it doesn't seem right. like there's any reprieve um for our currency
1: yeah i mean over the past call it since monday we have had a slew of news and it's come from all over mm-hmm. um, I think the biggest one we started with it was in the US uh, where we had a lot of hawkish comments and I see some of the market participants are now saying that US interest rates will most likely have to go to about 6% um, which is high I mean that's that's an aggressive, aggressive target but it might be, I think currently we're expecting maybe possibly another 100 bips of interest rate increases the problem with it is You never know if the Fed actually needs to go there, but they need to make the market think that they are going to go there. It's the only way to get inflation down is to to temper the market expectations Um, because expectations are effectively what causes inflation. If you expect inflation to be 10%, you expect your costs to go by 10% this year. You as a business owner usually increases your prices by 10% to make up for those potential costs, which effectively causes inflation to reach 10%. Now, if the Fed can convince us by very hawkish commentary that the inflation is going to come down to 2%, everybody's going to start putting their prices up by 2% or expect future prices to go to 2%, and they're effectively causing inflation to go to 2%. So it's a bit of a, a bit of a, a game as well, um, but that, in effect, does have a lot of capital going towards the U.S., um out of emerging markets and so on. The thinking behind it is just if you can get a guaranteed 5 or 6% in the U.S., why do you want to bother with the additional risks of investing in emerging markets, right? And that was the first portion of it. Then we had the unfortunate GDP miss. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we were in tough times. And I think the outcome that we were expecting of, I think it was expectations were for minus 0.4 um, GDP decline. Or contraction that came in at minus one point one point three if I'm not mistaken. So it's that was a big miss as well. Um but looking at all the, the issues that we are facing, it is, I suppose, one of those things that we can expect. And usually what it does provide you with is a lower base. So mm-hmm. it's an easier base to grow off of next year. Mm-hmm. And, and hopefully in time, I think a large portion of what caused that GDP contraction is what all of us are experiencing on a daily basis. And that's load shedding. Um, a lot of businesses have struggled to plan around it. They've struggled to operate under these circumstances. But as time goes on, you can see all of these businesses kind of finding ways to operate. Uh, the largest one being solar and generators, as, as you can expect. But those two factors alone had quite an aggressive impact on the RAND. Um, just being SA is less attractive as an investment destination relative to other countries. And then, as you mentioned, we had the downgrade as well, mm. uh, which never helps, yeah. which means everybody's estimate estimates of GDP growth going forward is going to be lower, which requires a higher um, return. And it's we can't deliver a higher return at this stage. Mm. So, unfortunately, it comes down to price. And in terms of the price of a country, currency is one of the measures to gauge it with.
0: Sure. It is um tough times there, Vessel. But let's talk about where we are seeing good times. Sunlam, mm. that's the largest non banking financial services company in South Africa, and Standard Bank, that's the largest bank um, by assets. They're both mm. laughing all the way to the bank. Shareholders must be pleased. Just talk us through um these sets of numbers, obviously separately. Yeah. Um and really the you know, the, the macroeconomic environment that both companies have been able to to work themselves out of or through, rather.
1: Yeah. I'll, I'll start off with someone, um, because it is, the banks usually benefit quite a lot when interest rates start going up. So that is the effect what we're seeing now in their results. We had this interest rate increase uh, over the past couple of months, well, over the last year. Um, that filters through to their results. And the easiest way to explain that is usually the bank uh, borrows money at a certain, a certain fixed rate, lends it out to, on your house or your car um, at a variable rate. As the interest rates go up, you have to pay more, but they generally pay less on, or not less, but not that much more on the money that they borrowed, on your deposits effectively. Um, So that net interest um, income margin for for Standard Bank expanded quite nicely. That was a large driver of the the earnings growth. Um, They did have a bit of trouble up in Ghana. They took about a 1.4 billion uh, rand impairment there it was less I think than what a large portion of the market expected Uh, and that is just on the Ghanaian uh, economy kind of defaulting on the or the the IMF is kind of forcing them to to restructure their their debt Um, so you will be getting less money back uh, than what you invested effectively or with different terms. So they took the impairment there, there was a bit of a negative African operations performed quite well um in in Standard Bank, um driven by similar reasons as the ones in Essay, uh, higher interest rates, a large portion of that. Um but yeah, overall good results. And I think the guidance was was slightly ahead of what the market expected as well, or at least what we expected, um, which is quite strong, all for a very strong base. They're able to guide um tried for quite good interest margin expansion uh, going forward. Mm-hmm. Then on the SunLim front, SunLim a little bit more difficult because the operations are quite complex and how they account for them. Mm-hmm. Um But you could see a bit of a decline in some of the value of new business and so on. A large portion of that was attributable to uh, interest rates going up as well. So they had had a negative effect on them just because your discount rate goes up. And the value of the business that you're writing today, writing today has to be discounted at a higher rate, which means it's worth slightly less today. There was the one impact there. Mm-hmm. The very positive there is they're guiding towards dividend growth, uh, real dividend growth of two to four percent. Now that means you're getting dividend growth of two to four percent in the future, hopefully um, above inflation. So let's assume inflation is about six percent. You'll be looking at eight to eight to ten percent or eight to twelve percent growth for them. Uh, 80 to 10% growth, which is very attractive, right, Uh, if you can grow by that. They also returned shares to uh, capital to us via uh, share buyback this year. And I think one of the the very best comments they had in there, which we haven't seen from a lot of companies, we often miss it. They are looking for new acquisitions and so on. They are operating in a fairly mature market, but they noted that if they can't find these acquisitions, they're willing to return the funds to shareholders. Mm which is very attractive. We often see management teams doing investments just to do investments, um, which usually destroys capital, mm-hmm. or they do investments that don't have decent returns. So I think overall, it was quite a good result as well. All right, well, so, unfortunately,
0: unfortunately we are out of time and I think our chats are never long enough, but thank you so much. I think you've painted a great picture for us here. i really helping us understand the day's market moves and activity. That was you Bear from Oyster Catcher Investments.